Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, Premier Doug Ford is set to make a health care announcement this morning. Yeah, the Premier and Health Minister are going to make an announcement. Premier Doug Ford's office offered no details about the 10 a.m. presser in Toronto alongside Health Minister Sylvia Jones. But government sources previously told the Canadian press the province intends to unveil a multi-phase plan to start performing thousands of publicly funded surgeries in private clinics in an effort to tackle a massive backlog. They said the first phase will focus on expansion of cataract surgeries, followed by a second stage that expands into low-complex orthopedic surgeries like knee and hip replacements, as well as diagnostic tests. The sources said the goal is to take low-acuity, low-complexity surgeries outside of the hospital system. Ford hinted at the move last week, saying the province needs independent health facilities to address the growing surgical backlog and assuring patients they will not have to pay out-of-pocket for them. Let's go down to Sarnia because there was a major fire there last night. Yeah, police say all residents of a retirement home in Sarnia are safe after a fire broke out in the building's north wing. Emergency crews responded to Fairwinds Lodge on Michigan Ave shortly after 11 last night and began a room-by-room search. All 120 residents were safely evacuated, and within a couple of hours, roughly 75 firefighters had managed to get the blaze under control. Now, Sarnia Transit buses were used to help take the displaced residents to temporary shelter at Lambton College. Now, according to the latest update from police, about half of the residents have been relocated with family and 61 were housed temporarily at the college overnight. Now it's estimated the remaining residents will be relocated with family or to alternative housing by noon today. The Ontario Fire Marshal has been called in to investigate the cause of the blaze. Premiers across the country are calling for bail reform. Yeah, Canada's premiers are unanimously urging Ottawa to strengthen Canada's bail system in a letter that originated in Premier Doug Ford's office. The leaders of all 13 provinces and territories signed a letter to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on the issue dated yesterday. They're calling for immediate action to prevent accused people who are out on bail from committing further crimes. The letter comes amid growing calls for reform uh, after the late December killing of 28-year-old OPP constable Greg Pierce-Halla. There's been a tragic plane crash in Nepal. Yeah, it's a national day of mourning in Nepal as rescue workers resumed their search for missing people a day after a plane crashed into a gorge while trying to land, killing at least 68 of the 72 people on board. It is the country's deadliest airplane accident in three decades. A witness who recorded footage of the plane's descent from his balcony says he saw the plane flying low before it suddenly veered to its left. A spokesperson for Nepal's aviation agency says the flight data and voice recorders have been retrieved from the crash site. Guelph's mayor has come up with a unique idea to address mental health concerns in the city. Yeah, the mayor of Guelph is proposing a new tax to help address the societal issues in the city. In a video posted on YouTube, Cam Gunthry brings up the idea of a 1% or 2% levy that would go towards mental health, addictions, and homelessness initiatives. He calls it the Provincial Impacts Local Levy, or PIL. Gunthry says the levy would generate $4.2 million, or $63 a year for an average home. The CEO of the local chapter of the Canadian Mental Health Association says the levy would be a small price to pay for the greater good of the community, and she hopes other municipalities will follow suit and take action. We'll see if that gains traction. Speaking of mental health, today is Blue Monday. 
Yeah, every year, the third Monday in January is known as Blue Monday, supposedly the saddest day of the year. The Blue Monday concept surfaced in 2005 after a press release from British travel company Sky Travel. Sky Travel cited a psychological, or a rather a psychologist, who used a formula pointing to the third Monday in January as the most depressing day of the year. While the idea was originally a marketing tactic, it has since caught on to be the gloomiest day of the year for various reasons. Factors like longer and colder nights, hefty post-holiday credit card bills, a decrease in uh, societal plans, and the early days of seasonal affective disorder make this Monday particularly heavy. According to the Canadian Centre for uh, Mental Health and Addiction, one in five Canadians experience mental illness in a given year, and it's estimated two or three percent of Canadians are affected by seasonal affective disorder. If you are dealing with depression or mental health issues, experts say the best thing to do is to contact a therapist or medical professional. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1547, Ivan the Terrible was crowned the first czar of Russia. In 1642, French settlers were given land in Acadia. In 1866, clamp-on roller skates were patented. In 1905, the Ottawa Silver Seven routed the visiting team from Dawson City, Yukon, 23-2 to win the Stanley Cup. Ottawa's Frank McGee scored 14 goals in the most lopsided game in Stanley Cup history. In 1920, the first meeting of the League of Nations, which was the forerunner of the United Nations, began in Paris. In 1920, Prohibition began in the United States. It ended in 1933. In 1939, the first Superman comic strip by Toronto-born Joe Schuster appeared. In 1956, the first jet flight was made across Canada from Vancouver to Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. In 1969, the Soviet spaceships Soyuz 4 and Soyuz 5 became the first vehicles to dock in space and transfer personnel. In 1970, Ottawa announced plans to convert the country from the imperial to metric system of measurement, a special commission was appointed to oversee the introduction of metric or the international system of units. In 1981, the entire staff of El Salvador's embassy in Nicaragua, including the ambassador, resigned to join the anti-government forces. In 1991, the Persian Gulf War began when jet fighters from the U.S.-led coalition bombed Baghdad. Because of the time difference, it was the early morning of January 17th in the Persian Gulf when the attack began. In 2003, the space shuttle Columbia blasted off. The mission ended in tragedy on February the 1st when the shuttle broke up during its return descent, killing all seven crew members. In 2005, a 66-year-old Romanian woman gave birth to a baby girl, becoming the oldest mother ever. In 2013, Pauline Friedman Phillips, who as Dear Abby gave advice on love, marriage, and meddling mothers-in-law to millions of newspaper readers around the world, died. After a long battle with Alzheimer's disease, she was 94. On this day in 2021, Canada surpassed 700,000 cases of COVID-19. And in, 2020, in 2022, Ottawa told Canadians not to take any non-essential trips to Ukraine. The change in risk level was due to the buildup of Russian troops near the country's border. Happy birthday to listener Tina, who turns 47 today. Hope it's a good day. You share a birthday with director John Carpenter, who turns 45. Former boxer Roy Jones Jr. is 54. Supermodel Kate Moss is 49. And Lynn Manuel Miranda turns 43.